All right, Anchor peeps, I'm going live on YouTube, but I'm just recording the audio here on Anchor so that people can always tune in. If you're tuning in on YouTube and you're going to be driving or whatnot and you can't, you know, you want to go back to it and watch it, you guys can check it out on Anchor. It'll be streaming on Anchor. That's what I'm doing right now. Today, I am talking about what it was like going to school in New York City. I've never shared this story with anybody before. This story is... is is crazy because growing up in New York City, or at least going to public school in New York City, it was it has some of the most amazing memories and it has some of the worst memories. And just like anybody else, you know, like I'm not special or anything like that, but I want to share some things that help me be where I'm at right now. Echo, what's the deal, baby boy? Thanks for thanks for leaving a comment, bro. Um, I want to share. This, I want to start with elementary school. I want to start with kindergarten. I can go that far back to kindergarten, y'all. That's uh, or just so you guys know, I, this is my walk-in closet, and I never ever film in here anymore. I have my garage, and but it doesn't have Wi-Fi. You see the way the budget's set up right now. It ain't really, it ain't really doing it for the portable Wi-Fi yet. Um, but if I start with kindergarten, y'all. In kindergarten, I already was getting in trouble. I was like a troubled kid. I remember this because when I was five to six years old, I was sexually molested. This I've never shared this with anybody. I'm, I'm going to put it out there because I am where I am today. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I always look back at my story and I'm like, no doubt, we made it, you know? Um, I was sexually molested at the age of five, around five or six, my mom would bring me over to a babysitter. I never, ever, ever, ever have I ever, you know, said anything about it to my mom. I was like, man, like, I was afraid the guy threatened to kill me. Like, you know, he was, I think, I want to say, I don't remember how old he was. He was way older, obviously, but um, he did that and it would happen on a regular, you know, like, he didn't have sex with me, right? But he fucking, like, he, he he molested me, bro. I was a little fucking kid, you know? And so I uh, I would go to school every day and I'd be angry. And I was angry and I would lash out. I would talk back. I, I was mad and I wouldn't share it with anybody. So I just had all this shit bottled up inside. And I remember me being a goofy kid. I was just a goofy kid. I didn't... I, I had a great imagination. And I started to lie a lot. I started to lie to my mom, I started to lie at school, I used to say other things were the reason why I was upset, and um, I stopped listening. And I wasn't stupid, I was smart, I just stopped listening, I didn't, I don't know, as a kid, you just, when you go through certain things, you just, uh, you know, you, 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 every kid handles it differently, you know? And so, I would go through school getting in trouble I was already getting suspended hella times like I mean I probably got suspended like 13 times my whole life in elementary school and so if you guys hear some noise in the background my family's over there they're being crazy um but uh but yeah man so feel free to leave a comment too guys on the side I think I don't know it depends on where you're streaming from right um and uh and so I was already getting in trouble suspended and I was an angry kid, man. I, I would fight. Actually, no, I'm lying. I would get picked on like crazy. 
And a fight to me was pushing somebody back. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'd get picked on like crazy. And when I say like crazy, I mean kids would spit on me, throw wet tissue from the bathroom at me while I was peeing. They would push me around. One time, this Jamaican kid, he, he took a pencil and he was like, Pushing me around, pushing me around, pushing me around, pushing me around. And I finally pushed him back and he took a pencil and he just started like scratching my face at He just scratched at my face. Like it was crazy. I put my hands up and I, to this day, I still have a piece of lead stuck in my nail from that day. Move on. I, I'm, I'm getting older, man. And, um, you know, uh, my teachers, man, they wanted me to be in special ed. Special ed. They said I had anger issues. Me. Meanwhile, I'm the one getting picked on, right? And uh, I would tell my teachers that I would get picked on. Nobody believed me. Actually, before fifth grade, I was in second grade. And I'll never forget this kid. His name was Dimitri. And was it Dimitri? Yeah, it was Dimitri. He picked me up and he power drive me. I have no idea why he did that. He, like, picked me up and slammed me on my face. I was a little kid, y'all. And he didn't get in trouble. They labeled that as a fight. And, um, you know... You know, public school was weird. Like, I, I have, like, a, a phobia. Like, whenever I go to my kid's school, I legitimately become super negative. And Bianca's like, yo, why are you so negative? And we talked about it, and she understands, like, how much I hate school. How much I hate school. I hate walking into schools. I think teachers are horrible. I think teachers suck. I don't really think that they're there to teach. I think they're really mean to kids. Anyway, I'm getting fidgety because I'm getting frustrated already. But um, there's two people tuning in right now. For those of you guys tuning in, man, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate y'all. Just wanted to share this story. It, this was a question that came up on Instagram, just so you guys know. Anyway, so back to it. Um, so now here I am. I got power driver. My mouth was freaking gushing blood. Kid dropped me in my face, picked me up, slammed me in my face. And uh, whatever the case is, man, like, you know, I just... I was just an angry kid. I felt like I could do nothing. I felt like I wasn't strong enough. I felt like I wasn't big enough. I felt like I wasn't tough enough. And I didn't understand. I was the kid that played with all his action figures. You feel me? And I never understood why I got picked on like that. And I didn't understand why kids were so freaking mean. To me, like, my mom would get me toys. I had great Christmases. I had freaking great Easter. I believed in the Easter Bunny. I, I freaking believed in Santa. I believed in the Tooth Fairy. Like, I was a geek. And people would make fun of me. Because I believed in these things, and I swore to them. I swore to them every day, you know? And uh, so I'd get picked on, I'd get bullied, I'd get pushed around and stuff like that. And uh, sixth grade, I was, now I'm bad, right? My teachers, I'd like, F you. Um, the, I was never listening. I had this big old afro, you know? And uh, I actually, I went to this really bad school, right? And this guy is junior high school. I lived in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. And this this kid, his name was Nelson. Everybody was afraid of Nelson. And Nelson was smaller than me. So, shit, everybody's afraid of him. I'm afraid of him, right? I don't know why. And uh, one day, there was this kid named Eric in class. And I forgot why. Nelson wanted him to fight me or something. He was trying to prove himself. I'm talking about I'm 11, 12 years old. Um, and the kid wanted to fight me. And so, sure enough... I remember, like, I cracked him. Bink! My first time ever punching somebody, and he beat the crap out of me. I ran. Ooh! Going. Ah! And uh, I remember he beat the shit out of me. Anyway, uh, so I go home. I'm crying. I want my mom to change schools. I'm done. I'm, like, done with school by this time, y'all. And you guys don't even know, like, 
When I was younger, man, I thought that suicide was an option. Isn't that crazy? I was seven years old. I thought that suicide was an option. That's crazy to me, by the way. Anyway, so now I'm just this fucking angry kid. And my mom switches schools. And now I'm a bad kid. I flipped over my teacher's piano. I remember... Uh, I would get put into detention and I would just leave detention. And I remember this teacher, his name was Mr. Weisslogo. Mind you, by the time I'm in sixth grade, my teachers were telling me that I'd never be anything, that I was just gonna end up in jail, that I was a loser. They would tell me this. His name was Mr. Weisslogo. I'll never forget this guy. He's an old white guy. He told me that I'd be nothing. Um, I'd become nothing, I would be nothing, and he would yell at me and um, one day, I remember one day, this guy straight up was like, trying to bring me to detention, and I didn't want to go. He grabbed me, he grabbed me with, with his bare hands, and he slammed me up against the wall and dragged me from side to side, opened the door, and threw me through it. All right? And so I go flying through the door, and I'm like, you're dead. Like, my mom is gonna kill you. Like, my dad is gonna kill you. Like, it's going down. So I start laughing. I'm like, it's a wrap. And mind you, I'm a bad kid. I'm sure I got under the guy's skin. But you don't put your hands on a 12-year-old kid, grown-ass man. Anyway, so my mom comes in. He's not allowed to talk to me. He's not allowed to do this, that, and the third. But he's the assistant principal, okay? He's the assistant principal. And because of that moment, he got in trouble. He's not allowed to say anything to me or anything. He kept me from my 8th grade prom. He didn't allow me to take school pictures. So I'm not even in the yearbook. He didn't allow me to go to my graduation. He did not allow me to go to uh, my 8th grade field trip. He, took, he like erased me from that. You can't find a picture of me in my junior high school yearbook because he took me out of everything. Wouldn't allow me to participate after he put his hands on me. And my science teacher told me that I was stupid. Um, I had a math teacher, I don't remember her name. They said that, I, all my teachers thought that I was just this bad kid for no reason. Nobody knew that I was sexually molested when I was five, six, five and six years old. Almost seven years old, almost two, almost two years, almost a year, a full year that that was happening to me and I didn't share it with anybody because he said that you'd kill me if I did. So mind you, when my mom changed my babysitter, she just changed it because it was convenient and cheaper, whatever the case is. Actually, I never asked her why. But anyway, um, I think it was because we moved. And so we did that, and uh, man, I'm thinking about I'm getting fucking angry. Um, and so uh, here we are, junior high school. I never say a word. I'm, to this day, I mean, well, to that day, I still haven't said a word. And it wasn't until I had this really good friend, his name was Saeed. And they, these two kids that bullied me, and their, name is, their names were Jamal and Beamy. I'll never forget this. I, think about your like typical bullies that you see in movies where these kids are ruthless. That was them. And they used to fucking pick on me, man. And I used to act like I was tough, but I wasn't tough. I was scared every day. I did gymnastics. I wore fucking tights every weekend. I was in the gym every day practicing. And I couldn't tell anybody because I was embarrassed. To be a punk in my family. My dad was this cool guy. My mom was this tough person. Are you coming in or what happened? What happened? 
Okay. So my mom was just like, you know, she was tough and she was really like tough on me. And so it wasn't, it wasn't easy for me to say something, you know what I'm saying? And when it came down to it, I just kept it in. I kept it in. So mind you, imagine five and six years old, sexually molested, never told anybody, picked on from five years old. I'm talking about kindergarten, y'all. Picked on, pushed on. I got stitches in my eye because in fifth grade, this kid just walked up to me. And I, I went to a white school. It was a Russian school in, in Brighton Beach in Brooklyn. And this kid just walked up to me, Vladimir. He slammed my head on the edge of a desk. To this day, I still have no idea why. I did rebel that day. Um, do you guys know what compasses are? Uh, it's like how you make a, a proper circle. Anyway, if you buy a compass pack, you it comes with a bunch of pins. Well, anyway, he had an apple. I stuck all my pins in there. He bit into it and went through his cheek. That's that's when the that, the teachers were done with me. Meanwhile, he did that. He did that to me, and that was my response. And I was like, I don't know why I even thought of that. I got caught. Um, I got suspended. It was pretty bad. And um, anyway, and then as I got older, so now I'm in eighth grade, and um, I had this friend named Saeed. And these two kids, Jamal and Beamy, they used to spit on me, pick on me, push me around, just bully me. And I was acting like I was tough back then too, but they saw right through me. Um, and they made my friend Saeed, they made up a story, they made my friend Saeed, they somehow convinced this fucking guy to fight me. They convinced him to fight me. Now mind you, I did gymnastics every day. I was fucking brolic my whole life. Right, my whole life I had guns. My whole life I was strong, but I fucking had no clue, right? And so they, they were walking from school, and it was like a six-block walk to the bus, and then you take the bus home, and the bus stops right in front of my house. It's a city bus. I was taking public transportation at 12 years old by myself, and uh, and so they followed me to the bus stop and he kept saying you guys are gonna fight you guys are gonna fight da, da, da. and I didn't want to fight this kid man I didn't want to fight this kid um he was my friend and I kept telling him Saeed I, please like I don't I don't want to I don't want to fight you I don't want to fight you Saeed please I don't want to fight you Saeed I don't want to fight you he was like we're fighting da, 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 da. I don't even remember what the story was that they said I did but I didn't and Saeed I remember being at the bus stop and finally he squares up with me and I didn't even really know what to do. All I can think about was like my favorite action movies back then. You know what I'm saying? That's all I could think about because I'm a nerd. I go home and watch all these cool movies, I, you know, and X-Men and Power Rangers and I'm, whatever. So here I am. He squares up. And then uh, I put my hands up. I remember this. I put my hands up and he like, he swung at me. When he swung, I ducked and I cracked him. Boom. I remember how hard I hit him. And I remember that I didn't know that I can hit somebody that hard. And when I cracked this kid, I, I stunned him. And it went from everybody being rowdy to silence. Now, mind you, my whole life, man, there's new people on right now tuning in. Um, my whole life, it started at five, between five and six years old, I was sexually molested. From five and six years old, all the way up until junior high school, I was picked on beyond belief, spit on pushed around, wedgies, pushed into places that couldn't fit, pushed down stairs, jumped in school. Teachers did shit. And so uh, here I am, get my first crack in, bam! And then I remember looking at my hands like, 
what? And then I looked at him, and then that was it. I saw red. He came back at me, and I just freaking started cracking him. Bam, bam, bam. I remember he grabbed me, and, and we wrestled to the floor. I ended up on top of him. I pulled my head out because he had me in a headlock. Pulled my headlock, head out, and I grabbed his head, and I started smashing it on the floor. I started cracking him in the face nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. I just started breaking this kid apart. And I got off. They break it up. Everybody breaks it up, right? And after they broke it up, Jamal and Beamy never picked on me again. They never picked on me again. I remember that day I took the bus home. And I remember that day I couldn't stop thinking about that. I just kept replaying it in my head, replaying it in my head. Go back to school. Nobody's messing with me now. Everybody leaves me alone. Now I feel like, like I'm, I'm, I'm some kind of savage, right? So... I automatically become a bully. Hands down. Somebody said something to me, pat. Somebody looked at me wrong, slammed them on the floor. I just became a bad person. So now I go to high school, but I don't go to high school in Brooklyn. I go to high school in Queens, a place I've never been, people I've never seen. I'm taking the train to school, walking. I'm, I'm, I'm 13, 14 years old. I'm taking a train all the way across the town, all the way across the city, crossing boroughs, and walk down to the school. I'm surrounded by Queensbridge projects. I'm surrounded by Ravenswood projects and um, AQ, which is a story of projects. These are the three worst projects in Queens that I'm surrounded by. These are real hood motherfuckers. You feel me? Like I'm not a hood motherfucker. I just learned that I can fight, right? I'm not a hood guy. And I remember I go to school, and I remember watching this guy get his ass whooped because he stood up by stood up for himself. He stood up for himself, and that was the first time I ever seen somebody get their total ass whooped. It was like ten black guys on this one Spanish dude, and I remember like I'm like, oh my god, like there is no such thing as an argument here, right? These motherfuckers were down. There was no talking. Motherfuckers didn't talk. They just walked up to you and were like, what up? Boom! And so all of a sudden, I just started to make a name for myself. I was in school. Somebody said something to me. I just started cracking them. Bam! And I just started rocking people. I fought. Almost every day, freshman year. And then um, I go to high school. But now that I'm there, I'm, I'm still in gymnastics in high school team. I meet these two twins in the summer before school starts, by the way. And uh, I was like mean. I was a mean. No, no, no. That's actually sophomore year. I'm lying. So actually freshman year, let's scratch that. I'm still in gymnastics team, killing the game. State champion, city champion, regional champion, national champion. I'm a fucking G right now in gymnastics. Know nothing about breaking whatsoever. The only time I would see breaking is when I'm commuting to school and I pass them at 34th Street or Times Square. One of the two. So now here I am. I'm down like I'm, I'm chilling with like Latin Kings now. I'm like I'm, I'm scrapping like on some real like I'm, I'm a scary motherfucker now. Right. But I meet this dude named Raymond. We meet. And now this guy is like every. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? He walked into class. He thought he was the shit. I thought I was the shit. Mind you, this guy's my best friend. His daughter is my goddaughter. My daughter is his goddaughter. We hated each other. We wanted to fight. It was crazy. And so here we are. Like we don't fight, and we end up hanging out anyway. He introduces me to like gangbanging, basically, I'm chilling with like real hood niggas, like real hood motherfuckers, you know. Now all of a sudden, like I'm talking about, overnight, I became a banger. Like in the street, 
scrapping, robbing people. I remember the first time I robbed somebody, it was this craziest experience of my life. It was, I was terrified, but he said he, my boy Rain was like, I got you. And we would, we would rob people on a regular basis for fun. I didn't need money. I didn't need shit. But what I found was this excitement and hurting people felt good because of what happened to me when I was a kid. And I was, I was, I was one of the most dangerous people to fucking fight in high school. I was one of the scariest people to be on my bad side. I ran a gang of like 15 motherfuckers that would do anything I say. Always had my back. I wouldn't even have to lift a finger after a while. People would come to me for like protection. It was crazy. High school was crazy. I went from being picked on, molested, bullied, told I was be nothing to this mean, angry person that was just, I started, I stopped going to practice. I started meeting girls and, and having sex and, and just became a wild ass animal, a beast. My mom didn't even know who I was anymore. At this moment, she still didn't know who, what happened to me as a kid, but I carried, with, I carried it with me everywhere I went. Everywhere I went. It wasn't until I got arrested for assault and robbery, we hurt this kid that did absolutely nothing. We hurt this kid, we took all his shit. We did, he did absolutely nothing to us. And I remember I got arrested and I was looking at seven to 15 years. Seven to 15 years. And uh, I was 16. And that's a long time, y'all. Seven to 15 years for assault and robbery. This guy was hurt. Hurt. Everybody snitched this out. Not everybody, just these girls. Stupid biatches. But we deserved it. Hands down. Deserved it. My mom spent everything she had on a lawyer that was going to keep me out of jail. Kept me out of jail. And so it was either jail or military. But right before our case, they passed a law that says you can't do, you can't transfer your jail time for military anymore. So now we're like, oh shit. Tried turning me and Raymond against each other to make a snitch on each other. We never did. We ended up getting five years probation. This is where breaking comes in, y'all. Ended up getting five years probation. Got to see a PO every week. Mind you, I started when I was 16, right? But when if I if I rewind a little bit and I backtrack, when I was 16, I met these two twins. I'm a I'm I'm banging, I'm fighting every day. I met these two twins. They were my best friends at the time. They introduced breaking to me. They were like, yo, they, I met them sophomore year. Um, I'm deep in this shit right now though, right? Um, I meet them sophomore year. They want to learn how to flip. I wanted to learn how to break because I saw the movie You Got Served. And so I'm like, yo, you teach me, I teach you. And then we started doing it all the time. And it got to the point where one of them would get into some trouble and then all they had to do is say they rolled with me and it was never. They never had to fight a day in their life. The day or from high school on, never had to fight, never had to lift their hands because I had their back. I ran shit. It wasn't going down. And they showed me this breaking shit and they started putting me onto the movie Breaking. They showed me Fresh's Kids and I'm like, boom. Mind you, these are just like good kids. They reminded me of what I should have been. But because of the things that happened to me as a kid, I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to be that good kid. I wasn't. I was too angry. 
you know? And uh, so people wonder, like, why I was so aggressive when I first started breaking. It was because there wasn't a day, it'd be before a jam. Before I left to a jam to leave, I was already getting into a fight at school and whooping ass. I was jumping people, robbing people. I had to walk around with the fact that I was molested as a kid. I had to deal with the fact that I was bully picked on and told I would not be anything my whole life. I ended up getting arrested. Now, here I am on probation. I started breaking. Here I am, I think I'm the shit. Because even though I suck at breaking, mind you, hey, so when I when I started breaking, I wanted I had to, I, they told me, yo, you need a nickname. And I'm like, yo, too nasty. Because I'm nasty. I had this like I had this confident level because of the way I grew up, because of who I became after being bullied, I felt invincible. After being molested, told I'd be nothing, I just felt invincible. I, I felt like middle fingers up to the whole world. So I became this savage. So now when I went into breaking, I took that savage from who I was in the street and I brought that to breaking. So here I am thinking I'm a gangster, thinking that if anybody says anything to me, I'm gonna knock you the out. But I don't know, you don't touch in breaking. I don't know, nobody taught me shit. I just came into this shit. I just had some flares, some 90s, I started practicing. I, start, I, I would go high school gymnastics practice, regular gymnastics practice, breaking practice, another breaking practice, and then I'd run all the way home. I'd get home at 11, 12 o'clock at night. My mom wasn't gonna tell me shit. I'm already a street kid. I do what I want. I'm already drinking by this time. I'm already doing everything. I'm I'm smoking, I'm doing, I'm, I'm popping e-pills. I'm, I'm a fucking crazy person at this time. So then I go to jams and I started realizing slowly, very slowly, the more I got better and the more recognition I started getting, the more I started to travel to little Jersey, PA, um, Connecticut, you know what I'm saying? You start to get these little things in, your eyes start to go like this. They start to open, they start to open and open and then you realize, I don't gotta be out in the street. I want my crew, Five Crew Dynasty. These guys, they ain't gonna, and mind you, Five Crew Dynasty, we, we were down to scrap. We did get into scraps, but anyway, um, I got into most of the scraps, but whatever the case is, we go and I started practicing more. And because I started practicing more, I found less time in the street. And I wasn't going to miss practice because we had to go rep at the jams. That's what it was. It was about repping. And so instead of being in the street, I was practicing. And then I realized, yo, I don't got to fight this for. I just got to battle him and smoke him. And if he smoked me, I got to go back to practice and, and go smoke him. I already had this machine mentality because I was a savage in gymnastics. And slowly but surely, I started to forget about the things that happened to me as a kid. I started to remember the people that told me that I'd become nothing. All of a sudden, I totally forgot that I was a bullied, molested kid. I remembered that my teachers would tell me I'd be nothing and that... I was a street gangster. I, I, I'd get down, like, so I'm just down. I'm afraid of nothing, and I have all this ability. I have all this strength. I have all this body control. And then I started practicing my my flips on hard floor, and then I started getting my hard, my flips on hard floor. And then I went to a battle, and I started rolling like with crews and people from Brooklyn, people from Queens, and we started going and repping. We'd be Brooklyn and Queens repping, or Brooklyn repping out in Queens, Queens. We like it was just crazy. We'd go to Connecticut, and all of a sudden, everybody from New York had my back, and but people would always tell me that I was a gymnast. They would do this to me all the time, to this day. And they would shit on me. And then it started to remind me. Remember, I came in forgetting about the things that happened to me. I forgot about these things. And, and then it, all of a sudden, I started to relive it. 
I started to relive it because people started telling me how much I sucked. People started telling me how whack I was, how, how I didn't have footwork, how all I did was flip, how all I did was power, how all I couldn't dance. People started shitting on me from New York, New York City. All of a sudden, you know, everybody's like, yo, you'd be dope if you started breaking. But then they started hating and hating and hating. And I remember being angry again. I remember, I remember becoming very angry. I remember feeling like I had to prove myself like how I did in the streets, but differently. I remember people testing me because they they had no idea. I remember somebody getting in my face and I cracked them. I we were in the jam in Long Island and he said something stupid to me. I'm like, yo, fuck you, nigga, you pussy. And, and he as soon as he went, to, he dropped his bag. He could have been like ready to battle me. It was too bad. I knocked him out. Bam! I cracked him. The whole jam jumps on me and we start scrapping. I'm fine. Niggas was bleeding. They were hurt. Then. The guy got knocked out, Jin, and, and by this time, I'm already traveling. So mind you, before I start traveling, I'm still on probation. Remind us, I'm not allowed to leave New York State. And I started doing really good. I started getting down with, I got down with Dynamic Rockers, and everybody was like, yo, this guy with a double backflip. This angry kid, you know, like I was angry. Everybody looked at me as gravity's an asshole. He's angry. Nobody knew that I was sexually molested as a kid, and I was angry, picked on, bullied, told I would be a loser. I had fucking tunnel vision, y'all. I had tunnel vision beyond, it doesn't make it right. I'm just saying where it came from. You know, there's roots to this shit. I didn't just wake up thinking I was the shit. You understand? These things, ha things have happened to me that brought me to be confident and believe in myself. And then people in breaking started shutting me down and shutting me down. And then my teachers in high school would tell me that I was a loser. You're a loser. Just get out. Don't even, don't even come to class. That's what they would tell me. Don't even come to class. You're not going to pass. I'm not going to pass you. My teacher was telling me. Oh, my science teacher was in a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. And he was the biggest asshole of them all. And he just told me I was... Don't even come to my class. Please just get out. Don't even come to my class. You're a waste. A waste of life. That's what he said. And uh, mind you, I already know... I know what it feels like to be at your lowest. You know? I learned that at seven years old. At seven years old, I thought about how I can kill myself. Seven years old, state champion, regional champion, New York City champion, gymnastics. I already knew what that shit was. That was always an option for me. And I never, I never shared that with anybody. It's the first time I even shared it on social media. And I share this because of where I am today. We living, baby. We out here. And it wasn't until this is what changed everything for me, y'all. I got a call to go to Shell's Battle Pro. Shell's Battle Pro. First time ever traveling out of the country. I don't even have a passport yet. I wasn't allowed to leave the country. I said, I, they said, if I left the country, I would go and finish the rest, seven to 15, y'all. I would finish seven to 15 years in jail. I love this culture. I love the people. I love the music. Even though they doubted me, it felt amazing to prove people wrong. It felt amazing to smoke everybody in New York. It felt amazing to put it on everybody. It felt like everybody that doubted me, all those guys that were shitting on me when I'm younger, half of them don't even fucking break anymore. I'm the fucking OG in New York right now, right? Like now, like, I'm talking about 2019. I'm the fucking guy that's making moves. People shitted on me. People hated me. People... I, I, well deserved too at one point, right? Because I was an angry kid and I made mistakes, bro. But you know, I, nobody knows the history behind it. 
And when I traveled, I took that chance. And I remember I got away with it. And then after that, I just kept traveling. I was sweating bullets. I almost shit myself coming back into the States from, from France. And growing up in high school, I ended up getting so bad that I had to leave school. I dropped out. I dropped out not because I was stupid. I actually was only a couple credits away. Um, I dropped out. I got kicked off the gymnastics team because I was, it was bad. I became a, I became a savage in the street, but I just loved to break. And then the more I loved to break, and the more I was with my crew, the less I wanted to be in the street. But I was so deep in it that I couldn't get away from it. When I say deep in it, it was like, yo, when you see him on sight, you scrap. And it was like, yo, man, you don't want to do this, bro. I, I only lost two fights. One was an Arab guy that was like 6'4", picked me up, slammed me, and I still kept scrapping with this dude, but I'm still a little guy. The other one was this black guy. Um, I just got into a scrap. I whooped this dude's ass, and he just rolled up out of nowhere like, yo, you think you dope? And he came at me. I was afraid. Never fought a black guy in my life. And I put my head down, and I was missing. And my boy's like, yo, pick your head up. Pick my head up, and I just started cracking him. Bing, 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 bing. Finally dropped this dude. And I don't know what happened. I slipped on something, but he got on top of me, and that was it. He choked me out, and I woke up in my boy in people's arms like, Nobody jumped in. It was like, whatever. I got my ass whooped. Two fights out of probably over 200 fights. Over 200 fights. I'm talking about I fought almost every year in high school. I mean, every day. Every day. It was crazy. So anyway, as time, I'm now I'm a senior. And I don't want to fight anymore. I literally would stand there and wouldn't do shit. And I was like, you know what? There's only one way out of this. I had to drop out. So I left school. I went back to Brooklyn. I never came to Queens. If I came to Queens, it was like hella shady because people would see me, street niggas would see me, people would see me and they'd be like, yo, what up? Let's go, let's go bang, let's go do this. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like, I had to be like covert. So I dropped out of school. I told my mom I wasn't going to do it no more. And I just kept breaking and traveling. Like, that was it. Gravity, now here is gravity of traveling, IBE, doing all these things. But I'm, I'm, Fucking crazy, right? Like I'm, I'm. I dropped out of school. I'm. I left the street life, and I just kept breaking. And I am who I am today because the people that told me I would never make it. Statistically, kids who who have been molested become molesters. Statistically, some uh, kids who have been molested eventually end up committing suicide. Statistically, I was supposed to be in jail. Like I was supposed to be nothing. And my whole life, I sit there and I try to prove people wrong. Every day. To this day, I sit there and I can't stop thinking about Mr. Weisslogel, who's my assistant principal in junior high school that took everything from me and put his hands on me, hit me, pushed me, slammed me up against the wall, threw a door, and got away with it. Just, it was his word against the bad kid. They're not gonna believe me. And he got away with it. And to this day, I always told myself if I ever saw Jamal beat me again, I would beat the shiznit out of them. But I never. I saw Jamal one, one, one time and I went inside to go get a bat. This is when I was really bad and he was gone. Um, but whatever the case is, y'all, for those of you who are tuning in, I'm just sharing what it was like for me growing up from the age of five all the way up to who I am today. But growing up in New York City was really rough for me and I, I, I made my own choices and I went through things and I could have went different routes, but I chose a really bad route. But it wasn't, if it wasn't for breaking, I'd be dead or in jail. I had a gun pointed at me in Taco Bell after school in front of everybody. And I was so crazy because of what had happened to me when I was younger that when he put the gun to my head, this is in front of my crew, 
This is in front of like the twins from Five Crew Dynasty. This is in front of my boys. I said, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot me in Taco Bell? The fuck? Fuck out of here. Like, I wasn't afraid to die. I wasn't afraid to die because I feel like the worst has already happened to me when I was a kid. I wasn't afraid of shit. And so, breaking, man, it just opened my eyes. I started to realize my wrongs. I started to realize how bad of a person I was. I started to gain a heart again. I started to fall in love with traveling and meeting people that just were inspired by me. And then it's, I started... I rem- I'll never forget the things that have happened to me, but my memories now come from the people that I inspire, the people that battle me and say, thank you for that battle, you taught me so much, or the people that have smoked me, the people that are killing it right now, breaking is my life, and I'm so dedicated to it, and I'm the, re- the reason why I am probably, I'm the only one from my crew that still does this shit, the original crew members that still does this shit to the fullest with no backup plan, is because of my why. Breaking is my, they, it saved my life. I'd be dead right now if I didn't find breaking. I'd be dead, guaranteed. Dead or in jail and probably die in jail. One of those. Breaking literally did that for me. Now mind you, I didn't grow up in the hood. I put myself there. My mom, she did everything for me. She didn't even know these things happened to me. If I would have said something, it probably would have stopped, but I was too afraid. I was afraid. I was I was little. I was a little kid. And I fight every day. To this day, I fight a depression because of what I went through when I was younger. I'm sensitive. I can be angry or I can be happy, and it's a choice. I realize that now. I'm 29, going to be 30. We have a choice. High school, I made really bad choices. But if I didn't make those bad choices, I don't know. Maybe I would have fucking killed myself. I don't know. I was I was hurt. I was a hurt, damaged kid inside. Damaged. Hella damaged kid. But now here I am. I have four beautiful children. I am blessed beyond blessed, y'all. I am happy. I'm hurt, which sucks, right? So that brings some bad memories. Not bad memories. It brings like bad vibes and feelings, but... I, have, I look outside every day and I'm like, yo, I'm living it. I am a sponsored athlete with monster energy. I travel the world. I am world known. Fuck those teachers. Fuck those people. Fuck the naysayers, y'all. If there's people in your life that have ever naysaid, if there's people in your life that have ever doubted you, shitted on you, hated on you, yo, F that. Prevail. Prevail. I had a choice and I prevailed. I was not afraid. I'm not afraid of shit. I'm afraid to be afraid. I don't want to ever be afraid. That's why I do the crazy things I do on my vlog. That's why I eat bugs or I jump out of planes or I freaking jump off of cliffs or I I ride motorcycles. That's why these things. Like I'm not afraid to get hurt. If I get hurt, it was because I gave something my all. I'm not afraid. Don't be afraid. Worst things can happen to you. Be happy, y'all. Be positive. This all came from a question, you know, like when you're on Instagram and you're like, yo, ask me anything. Somebody was like, yo, what's it, what's it like growing up in New York? What's it like going to high school in New York? And I'm like, if you guys even knew the story, you know, like, I'm all about documentation. That's what my vlog is. When I pass away, my kids, kids, kids will see what my life was like as I was an adult. But when I pass away in the future... Whenever that's supposed to happen. People can look back at this story and really know who gravity is. Why I am where I am today. What drove me to be where I am today. The most horrible, horrific things that have happened to me is now in this story. And 
I am blessed and I am thankful and I am grateful for the two guys that showed me this dance. Anthony and Julian Pacheco, I have to thank them. Without them, I probably would be not where I am today. So I can acknowledge that all day. I don't even want to get emotional. We don't even talk anymore, those guys. Like, I don't talk to... Anyway, whatever the case is, uh, I'm grateful for where I am today, y'all. Like, hella grateful. I'm happy. Oh, man, that's just going to make me cry. Whoo! Hold up. I've never shared this, and so I'm sharing it with y'all because... So many people have taken their lives in the breaking scene in the community. And I feel bad because... They felt like that was their option. They felt like that was their choice. But the truth is, that's not your choice. That's not your option. Like, that's, it is a choice, but that's not a choice you have to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, breaking is the most incredible culture on the planet. And this is why I'm so dedicated to it. Because it saved my life. And breaking has mad negative people in it, though. Like, haters and, and, Opinionated ass motherfuckers that don't understand the effect they have on people, but I just want to let y'all know There's I'm not the only one out here that has the has this positive vibe and that's all about this shit And I'm not the only one out here that loves this shit. There's plenty of us y'all But I'm just saying this is where my backstory comes from. This is why I'm so dedicated to this dance I love it with all my heart and it's because of the things that have happened to me when I was younger This dance truly saved my life so, leave a comment down below, give it a thumbs up, drop a thumbs down, I don't really give a shit. I just do this so that in the future people can... shape and if you're injured right now get your shit together and if you're going through it y'all and you feel some type of negative vibe and you and you're feeling like your life is not going where you need it to go where you want it to go i heard this quote man um the two quotes that that drove me one was gravity what you're doing is ill but what you're capable of doing is way iller so now i'm always trying to bah, 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 bah. the other one was if where you see yourself is not where you're at, then where you're at is only temporary. You have to have the vision. See far, go far. Peace.